You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris Barsby has arrived at Redcliffe and he joins us. How are you this morning, Chris? Steve, I'm well. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. All right. Well, give me a snapshot of what's happened, highlight in the past couple of days I've been off. So is there anything that's stood out? Or what about that horse of Shannon Price's? When's it going to run, Chris? Tomorrow afternoon, Steve, or tomorrow morning. I think it's in uh, nice and early in the first race, I'm led to believe. So just double-check that. Yep, 11.43 tomorrow. Sure thing, Captain steps out. So looking forward to that debut. All right, right on the back of our edition of Mobile Rolling tomorrow. Chris, in regards to some of those big names, we understand Leap to Fame, of course. We get to see him around March, somewhere like that. March, April, will we, next year in Brisbane? Yeah, that's that's the likely landing point. So they're going to miss the uh, the Chariots of Fire, which is not all that far away. And then uh, it'll be uh, March, April, and then he'll roll into our Winter Carnival, the uh, Rising Sun will be a, an obvious key race and then the big one coming up in early September the Tabureka. And what about Captain Ravishing? He's not far away? No, he'll be racing in the next couple of weeks because uh, that Bonanza race won't be too far away at Melton so he's going to go into that race fresh and then obviously if he wins that race that guarantees him a spot in the Chariots of Fire up in Sydney so that's a, a key race there for him which is only weeks away. Uh, Teddy Disco, the local horse who's been chasing home leap to fame, he trialled recently he's aiming towards the Chariots my alderman Ronnie aiming towards the Chariots and it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that three-year-old Vic Bread Super Series final on Saturday night, the Group 1 race at Melton where the Catch a Wave heads to Sydney as well for a shot at the Chariot. So it's going to be a deep race and I'm tracking down Crandall Getty to work out which way he's going with Republican Party, the star Kiwi three-year-old, Akuda unlikely to go for the Chariots and Republican Party uh, not just sure they wanted to find out which way Leap to Fame Captain Ravishing were going so they'll have to take some sort of bad medicine either way if they skip the Chariots they've got uh, um... Uh, leap to fame to worry about but if they target the chariots they've got to conquer captain ravishing so it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out just with catch a wave of course beaten the other day chris he had to do a bit of work in the run and so on but he is he more a controller that sort of horse where you know he's a control freak from up front from a good gate is that his ideal scenario catch a wave in your opinion or we have seen him yeah, come off of course yeah, absolutely. So he, he's not a one-trick pony, but I think his best performances have been uh, when he's been able to control the race and lead and dominate. So uh, he produced a very good performance two starts ago now where he came off the speed to score. But uh, this is going to be a big test for him on Saturday night if he can come out and make a statement. And it wouldn't shock if he did. That's really going to solidify his claims for a Chariots of Fire. But uh, if he doesn't, I think there's going to be a few question marks uh, hanging over his head. Narissa McMullen is with us, Chris. Well, there's a lot to talk to Narissa about, and I want to start by saying good morning, Narissa. Good morning, Chris. Hey, just a quick one. Firstly, you were in the winner's circle here last night at Reckliff. The last race, Madrigal, she's a nicely bred filly by Captain Treacherous. She was able to get the job done as favourite. Did she give you a good feel last night? Yeah, she definitely did. Um, I really like her. She's still learning what it's all about probably gets a little bit lost out in front but she shows plenty of natural ability and I think she'll just continue to improve. Okay well we'll keep following her trainer Mark Reese uh, has a nice filly there in Madrigal. Now how excited are you? Is he the stable star Slip the Hundy? He returns to action tomorrow afternoon at Albion Park so what are the expectations here fresh up? 
Yeah, he usually races really well fresh. Um, you know, his first up runs have always been good, so hopefully tomorrow's no different. Um, he's worked up really well again, and he probably sort of improves every time he has a little break and comes back. He just gets a bit better. So I think he'll go really well. Okay. Now, you, you gave him a, a start during the, the, the winter. He had a break. He came back and he scored, I think that was back in September for memory. He hasn't trialled in preparation. So only the one start during that campaign last time. Was that by design or was there a little bit of an issue there? No, we just had a bit of a virus go through the stable and probably hit him the hardest. Um, so he had to go back out, have a bit more time off and... Um, Okay, has he filled out more? Is he? He's a yeah. He's a very tall horse. So has he filled out more? Yeah, he has. Um, he's sort of tall and lanky. I think he's always going to be a bit like that. But he definitely has filled out, and he's uh, a lot more sensible in himself as well. Did you toy with uh, trialing him, or you were happy to go straight back to the races? Uh, he's the type of horse that you sort of get a pretty good guide on him in track work. Um, he works well, and I think I usually sort of know when he's when he's right, and um, so that's why we just decided to to race him. And I think the draws probably worked out well. Um, I've been wanting to to drive him with a sit, so hopefully we can get that um, chance to do that tomorrow. How do you sort of line up the uh, the opposition? Is it what you expected? Uh, is it uh, strong, weak? How do you see it? Oh, look, he's uh, getting up in class now, so he's got to race those sort of horses. Um, you know, I think he should go close, but um, in saying that, Molly's Marielle's been racing okay from bad draws, and she comes up with one, so I think she'll give us something to chase. Okay. Is there a race in particular this campaign that you've got your eye on with him? Oh, not really. Um, you know, he's probably the next few months will hopefully just keep racing him through the grades and if he can keep sort of stepping up and improving, um, the long-term goal, I guess, is some of those open-class features during the Winter Carnival. Okay. A uh, couple of others that I want to ask about from your stable. The Group 1 winning trotter, Global Flight, how far away is he? Uh, he's just started some light fast work again, so he's back on the right track and um, probably set him for the Jim McNeil series. Uh, I think it's uh, early March. Okay. Did he have a setback uh, last campaign? Yeah, he did. Um, he had a few problems with his feet and um, just sort of kept kept worrying him. So we had to turn him out again and, and he's put on a heap of weight. looks really good and, yeah, everything's well with him now. All right. And the other one, and it's easy to forget this guy because we haven't seen him for so long, Kiwis are flying. He's won seven from eight since coming over from New Zealand. Uh, I think it's, what, October 2021, his last race start. Is he still in work? No, unfortunately, he had another setback, so he's actually retired. But um, we did have another go at trying to get him back to the races. But, yeah, just kept having setback after setback. So, um, yeah, his, his um, racing career has come to an end. Uh, would have been so frustrating and, and disappointing at the same time because 
He's got a motor, there's no doubt about it. Like I said, his record proves that. Seven wins from eight starts since joining your stable when he came over from New Zealand. And the world looked to be uh, his oyster, but uh, just numerous setbacks. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I had to beg the owners to have another go to get him back to the races, but then that sort of comes to an end pretty quickly too. So uh, it was pretty um, sad when he left. Yeah. Where, where does he rank for you as far as horses that you've prepared? Is is he one of the best and obviously one that we never actually saw the best of? Yeah, I think um, if he was sound, he had the ability to be a um, very good horse. Um, you know, he's sort of so versatile. He was fast and he was tough and could have been anything, but it's always the good ones that have the setback. Yeah, that's disappointing news that uh, he's been retired. Kiwis are flying. Just on the season, uh, this uh, well, year that's about to wrap up, we've only got, four, what, three meetings left today, Friday, Saturday, about 145, 146 currently, uh, four straight seasons with Century. So are you happy with those numbers overall? Yeah, definitely. Um, sort of try and set out to get 100 every season, Probably the last month or so, I thought 150 might have been in reach, but I think I'm just going to fall short, so I'll have to set that for the goal next season. Okay. Well, your best is 152. That was back in the 2019-20 season, so you don't think you're going to uh, notch up many victories between now and Saturday night? Oh, I think it's going to be pretty tough, but I'll be doing my best. Okay. Do, do you beat home Maddie? Do, do you end up with more winners than Maddie, your partner? I've got a little head start on him at the moment, so hopefully I can stay ahead of him. All right. Well, you've got some drives today. Uh, is there anything that stands out for you today? I think the weekend can go close. He was really good last start. Okay. We'll watch for him going around later in the program. And just on Saturday night, uh, hey, Mr. Taylor backs up. He was a runaway winner last week. Uh, I know it's a step up, but do you think he'll race well again on Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. Um, he's back to his best now and he showed that last start. He was really good and um, did a bit of work in the run as well. So I think he'll race well again. All right. And then that two-year-old race, which is the race of the night on Saturday night, that is a deep race. You've got the drive behind Bronski Delight. Group one plays this filly. This is the first time you've sat behind this filly, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a really strong race, but uh, she's a nice filly, so I'm sure Charlie and Chrissy will have a spot on. Okay, and I've got to ask, uh, last week you drove King of the North, this week you're driving Sugar and Spice. Was that your decision, or has Pete done the flip there? No, that was Pete's decision, I think. Um, <laughs> I think I might have got the better end of the bargain there. Yeah. So, <laughs> there we go. Well, fingers crossed there's a few more winners before the end of the season. I really appreciate the time. Can't wait to see Slip the Hundy back in action tomorrow afternoon at Albion Park, and we'll catch you trackside later today. Thanks, Chris. There's Nerissa McMullen joining us, Steve. That's, that's disappointing that Kiwis Are Flying has been retired because uh, he looked very exciting. A son of Kiwi ingenuity, that uh, former star mayor for Robbie Holmes uh, many seasons ago now, Steve. She raised in a... A New Zealand Cup Miracle Mile competed at the highest level, but, uh, yeah, disappointing that uh, all of those setbacks have finally taken its toll and uh, he's now been retired. Uh, just a few other little bits of news, Steve. Sicario is the latest horse to join the stables of Jason Grimson. So do we put a little asterisk next to his name and think he could be the Inter-Dominion 
uh, horse for next year here in Brisbane, given that he won it this year with I Cast No Shadow, the year before he won it on protest with Bonsell and Benjamin. And like those two, Sicario has gone around in a couple of claimers. So that might be an early sign there for the Brisbane series coming up next year. Grant Dixon rolls out a rotor on Saturday night in that very good two-year-old race. This is the half-brother to Akuta, so there's a lot to look forward to there. And the McCarthy stable down in Sydney, they've been a little quiet, but uh, I'm expecting them, they're going to be uh, firing on all cylinders fresh into the new year. They've they've bolstered their stable considerably. They've got a lot of new talent, uh, some from within Australia, a lot coming from New Zealand. So that's a stable to look out for early in the new year. I think they're ready to explode mm. again. Cobbity Equine, Luke McCarthy, with a number of new horses there. I'm just thinking with that horse, a sure thing, Captain, we're all watching that'll start short at Albion Park in the first. Adam Sanderson, I wonder where he'll be watching Watching the race, of course, Luke Whittick is going to take the drive there. Yeah, well, Adam's uh, gone home for a, uh, a bit of a Christmas catch-up to New Zealand, so he'll be glued to a trackside TV over there watching it. I'm sure he'll be... Uh hoping the horse goes well, but not too well, so he can get straight back on when he's going to have start number two. Matt Young's with us. Matty, good morning. Good morning, boys. Uh, it's a, another very strong program coming through at GP tomorrow night. The uh, the free-for-all is going to be a really good race, race number four, over the long journey. So how does this race play out tomorrow night? Um, yeah, well, it's, a, it's an intriguing sort of uh, race with um, there's a bit of speed in the event with you know Bolton Tin returning. He's got that perfect draw, and um, Hampton Banner's got gate speed, so is Van Piro. And you've got the mix of the four-year-olds into the race as well. Jumping Jack Mack with Mighty Ronaldo and Minstrel was a really nice run last start on return. Ideal Asian has a soft draw and Prince of Pleasure, as we know, he's pretty exciting too. So. All in all, it's a, collectively an amazing race heading towards uh, the Cups coming up in a few weeks' time. Which way are you leaning in this free-for-all tomorrow night? I've gone with Minstrel. I'm not overly confident in the race, but um, just looking at Minstrel, and I thought that uh, the price was about right about him. I think he's, he's a, a really strong each-way chance. His first up run was good. They got home in quick time, and... Uh, he just it looked like he needed that break. He just wasn't racing at the top of his game, and we know how good he is. So to see that sign that uh, against the trend of how the race was playing, it looked to be really suitable for him uh, to be second up here. Nice trailing draw over the 2,500 metres, and I can just see him sitting back and coming with one run and him being very dangerous late. He's very good at the 2,500 metres. So I thought Minstrel... He's the one that could improve the most in the field. And if there's a bit of speed on, it will really suit a horse like him. Are you still there? Yep. Sorry, I just had my line cut there, but uh, we've been able to re-establish that line. So you're leaning towards Minstrel. Uh, just yeah. on that, the stable mate, he starts uh, tomorrow night himself. Uh, he's the Golden Nugget winner. Uh, is he a lock to take out race number three? Yes, yes he is. He'll be winning. Uh, if he's anything better than a dollar twenty, he's value for multis. Is he a chance in the upcoming Cup races, the Frio and WA Pacing Cups? Um, look, I wouldn't have said so. Uh, I think I think there's better horses than him around. But on the times that he ran in the Golden Nugget, he has to be considered that he can handle it with the big boys in those sort of times. It just it would probably need to be run in that similar manner 
for him to be able to play a part because uh, I don't think he's quite strong enough yet to lead and absorb the pressure of a of a WA pacing cup or breeze or come three wide. I think he will need to be effectively a sniper in that sort of role. And in that race, there's probably going to be just as many good snipers from back in the field. So I think... Um, he deserves his spot if he can get in and uh, winning the Golden Nugget. It used to be a guaranteed entry into the Pacing Cup, but I'm not sure how the system plays these days. Um, but, yeah, he, he has to be considered one of many chances, but I think it's it would be quite difficult. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination does Team Bond expect him to go out and just win or be highly competitive in either of the Cup races. Well, that's the obvious one. Will he get a start in those races? Because, as you said, uh, the talent is deep over there. And just from that stable alone, Team Bond, they've got multiple runners. They've now got Steele, the show, who's come over from New Zealand. Whether he's ready or not, time will tell. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if he just gets a start himself. Yeah, well, that's right. And that's what um, it comes down to. We saw the uh, pacing cup and Premier Cup ranking system come out uh, during the week and so just having a look at that now himself they didn't even nominate him for the Cup so he won't he won't be there at all so um, in the current field as it would stand would be Magnificent Storm Lover Joe Diego, Jumping Jack Mac Gambit, Wild West Minstrel Patrona Star, Hampton Banner Too Fast Too Serious Volton Tin and Vampiro that's leaving our horses Prince of Pleasure, Mighty Conqueror, Mighty Ronaldo. Um, yeah, it's still the show included as well in that list, Galactic Star. So there are a, a lot of nice horses that are on the list, but uh, the ranking system is there to try and give people an idea of what is coming up in regards to horses that are, are going to, or where they sit at the moment and what they need to do to get a start in the pacing cup. Can they make a late payment? Uh, late payment. I think there was a chance of a late payment. And second set of rankings will be released on the 2nd of January. So um, if it was five days ago, I would imagine that they would have made a late payment by now with himself after the nugget. Okay. So maybe they're electing to go in another direction with him uh, heading over the summer carnival. Sure. What's the best bet tomorrow night at GP? Race seven, number three, Alpha Queen leads and wins for mine. Um, I'm very confident on this horse. It's got good gate speed. The two horses inside haven't. Uh, Cyclone Charlotte will take a high percentage of the market because the horse is very talented, and it is the one that I'm most fearful of. But Alpha Queen was going to go very close last start if it got the clear run. It nearly crossed, and if it led, it would have won. And it will lead tomorrow night. And third up or fourth up from a spell, I think on the rail, we'll get to see a really talented type here. So race seven, number three, Alta Queen is my best of the night, and I'm very keen. Okay, so we're going out with a bang for 2022 tomorrow night. Best bet, race seven, number three, Alta Queen leads all the way. That's the, well, that's the plan. I mean, all good plans can come <laughs> undone. But, hey, look, I think it'll be an each-way price. So I think if you back it each way... Um, it won't miss top three, and therefore you'll get your money back and a little bit of interest on top if it doesn't win. But um, I'm expecting there's only one horse in the field that can beat it, and that is Cyclone Charlotte, who I, who I do rate quite highly. But um, Gloucester Park is very leader-dominated, and I'd love to be on a leader, especially one that I've, I think I hold a little bit higher than 
uh, the average punter. So no. I, th- I think this horse has got the ability to really, to really uh, fast track its way through the classes. Well, you've sold it, Will. I'm on. Race 7, number 3, <laughs> Alta Queen. That's the best bet at Gloucester Park in the West tomorrow night. Matty, as always, really appreciate the time. Happy New Year. Enjoy it. Be safe. And we'll touch base next week. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you very much.